You're now tuned into the Fully Booked Podcast with Mace, French and Pox. Enjoy the listen. Where to go? Tell me where to go. Third law, make it easy. Walk slowly, but never backward. I refer to this as the difference between being in motion and taking action. The two ideas sound similar, but they're not the same. When you're in motion, you're planning and strategizing and learning. Those are all good things, but they don't produce a result. Is this something you've experienced? How so? And how have you overcome it? P. This would be a good one for you, P. Like... I thought of you. I won't even say thought of you when I uh, penned the question, but even when as I penned the question, I was thinking about the answer for myself. I thought this is something that you'll jump on straight away, to be fair. What, you're moving slowly, but you don't feel no results are coming? Essentially. Like, you're in motion, but you're not mo- you're not moving forward. Okay, so I definitely understand that. Um, I felt that for a very, very long time. And I think it's taken, I think there's things, references in this book as to the the bamboo. Yeah. And I think there's, there was another reference he used as well um, as to overnight success and obviously how that's not necessarily the case. And it takes years of or his mastery or, or building habits before success actually comes. Mm. And I believe with the things that I'm currently doing, I think it's taken three three-ish years to get obviously it's taken three-ish years to get to the point where I am mm-hmm. and I believe this summer is it's not make or break because ultimately you'll move on whether things are successful or not but I feel this summer is where we reach that peak and whether things are going to take place um sure. yeah so I feel we're at the the end the end game dare I say so I definitely understand that and I guess the reason why I say I understand that is because more often than not I think when you're doing things and it's, it speaks about habits and sometimes they can become very boring mm. and things of the nature. I've had to make sure I either make them exciting or I remain motivated. Um, otherwise, obviously, A, things won't get done. Um, but at the same time, you don't really see, you don't often really see progress until you look back. And I think I mentioned, obviously, in early chapters as well, that it's taken me very recently um, to see or understand the progress that I have made um, in that I've generally obviously forward a lot of my to-do lists to myself maybe a month in advance and obviously recently I accidentally deleted it but when I went back to look at it I looked at it and I thought to myself actually none of these things here are things I need to do so I actually have achieved something but obviously when you're in the mud there I say sometimes it can be very very difficult to do so but there's one or two things I think that he's referenced in the book and obviously I know we'll get to where he talks about having I think it is um, a list of the big decisions you've made I think it is, and maybe, and very recently, over the past two weeks after we recorded recently, I made sure, A, because I'm quite forgetful, make sure I write a list of the things that I've achieved over the over a month or certainly a week. So more often than not, Mason might ask me, obviously, in the car when we come to Link you, what have I done this week? More often than not, I don't know. I really mm. couldn't tell you, but I've had to write, what have I achieved in January? Well, one of them's not done anyway. Book cover's been achieved. I've had like really pertinent and very, very good conversations with people who might be partners. I've sorted out a lot of family stuff, mm-hmm. which is really, really important. And mm-hmm. um, I bumped into, oh, I won't say it here, but I bumped into someone in, in um, um, I bumped into someone who we know very well, actually, and I'll talk about it later on anyway. I had a great conversation with him. I'm not sure whether anything will happen, but I think it was good to bump into him and that it, made, it jogged my memory as to one or two other people who I should talk to. Had those conversations as well. Um, 
and I've clarified a lot of things which took place over Christmas. Um, so a lot has been achieved mm-hmm. um, in January. Obviously, today we're recording January 31st. But <clears throat> in general conversation, I wouldn't really know that. That's not something that would have... Um, I don't know. I wouldn't have acknowledged that I've achieved a lot in January. Um, so yes, it, I think it can be difficult to understand that you're making progress and going forward. But I think it's important, as he obviously states in the book, to list those sort of things down. So um, you can acknowledge that and understand, obviously, what you have to achieve over a period of time. So would you say that you've overcome it by almost looking back at your to-do list and realising that you've what you've started and where you've come from now, or where you are now, shall I say? Yeah, because, yeah, most definitely. The reason why I say that is because I'm, I've been talking about, let's say, a to-do list for a while, but I can only say maybe only recently or certainly over the past 12 months that I've seen the benefits of that because I only send it to myself because I've deleted it once or twice. And once you delete it, then it's gone. Like, you know what I mean? So I've sent it to myself because... I've lost it like previously. And it's only through maybe going through them, that past ones, I go, okay, cool. I have achieved stuff or I am making progress. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because otherwise, really, truth be told, we're taking some of these notes from these books or reading these books, but some of these methods are, for myself, untried and tested. You know, so they're only now being tested. I'm saying, okay, cool. Actually, I am seeing results. I am seeing progress. Mm-hmm. Mm. How about you, Mesh? Um, I think for me, I differ from the both of you, of yourselves. So like, whereas like, I feel like both of you have very good discipline. I've got discipline in certain elements, but then I think you've got very good discipline and you have the ability to see something through more than myself. Although there's certain things I have seen through. I feel like both of you, like for instance, you gave the example of like your to-do list. French, I know you, you like you, um, regimentally like always have something you're working on and like you have like your little um posting notes and tick things mm-hmm. i don't have that um it's weird because so you you've got things you've ticked off and done in january I, i've been to, I've, been, I've, I've been away and i've come back and i've got straight back to the same old shit i was doing end of last year <laughs> so i feel like um what i would say is that i realize as a person so even when it comes to things like I don't gamble, but then say that Grand Nationals on, I won't put down a pound. I'll put down like forty pound because I want that quick. I'm more of a like that. Like I need it now. Like I can't bother to wait. But at the same time, like when it came to me buying a place, like obviously you need to save for deposit, and I was able to do that. But I don't know if that was because of discipline and me being regimented, or because actually like I knew I knew I had that 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 target in my head. Do you know what I'm saying? And and just keep and I need to keep stacking and you know this is probably the amount I'm going to need and all the rest of it was that. And I knew I did have that, sh- that target and I had a certain amount that I wanted to save. So the good thing is obviously you both now got two um, source of income. The secondary one, I don't touch. Do you get what I'm saying? And it goes into a completely separate account, which is a good thing. So it's, it's already, it's like it's automatically done for me. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. So I think like, I don't know if that achieving that goal of, of, you know, getting that property was down to me sticking to a regimented thing, which it was to an extent or because actually I'm not one that goes out and splash cash and do all this crazy stuff anyway. Do you get what I'm saying? So I don't know. I feel like with me, it's like, do I, st- what, 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 I'm trying to think of things I've done where I've seen like a slow, I've done like ugh, courses and stuff like that where I've got like certain letters for my, the field of discipline I work in. But I'm trying to think if there's like thing that over time, a year, year and a half, I've really stuck to something and seen the outlays and stuck with it. Cause I, I, I've tended to be a person that, if I kind of, and this book talks about actually, but like you need to like have a habit or habit task, something you do regularly that like you have to enjoy. Otherwise you're kind of just fall by the wayside. You know what I'm saying? 
<clears throat> I don't think you give yourself enough credit yeah, in regards to um, doing the same thing because you mm. do it just in different ways. Like you just yeah. mentioned something that takes some time. You're not going to see the result, but save it for a property. Like that's yeah. something that we all, well, a lot of people in the society strive for. And you've done that at the age that we've, well, obviously done it previously, mm. even a few years ago, but you've done that. You've managed to do that. And as the book says, um, we do certain things because it's something we identify with. So for example, um, I, I identify myself as being someone that's fit and disciplined. Yeah, okay. So therefore, yeah. I wake up, I do push-ups on a daily basis. That's just my identity. That's that's who I see myself as. So I don't need the motivation to just do it. I just do it because it's what I do. I consider myself a reader. I don't need no one to tell me to read this book or that. I just read. I like it. I do it. Mm. So you've identified yourself as being a homeowner or mm. a landlord. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. you knew... For me to get from A to B, I'm going to have to have save up this amount. I'm going to have to be disciplined enough to not touch it. Mm. And that in itself, you've then got to, to reap the rewards, which is now you're a landlord, you're a homeowner. Mm-hmm. So things like that. So now I think you definitely give yourself a round of applause or a pat on the back just for being able to... <laughs> just yeah, me twice. No, no, for all, just mm. be able to do that. Cause I don't think you may realise that there's different aspects of being disciplined. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. don't get me wrong, me and P, we uh, we make notes and we do our thing. And <clears throat> yes, we have that discipline because we're both self-employed. So therefore we have to do those things. It's, 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 if we don't do it, then shit don't happen. Do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Whereas because you're in a field of being a nine to five, you can not have to take notes down because you know you can go in the next day and do you know what I mean? Things will be either mm. taken care of or you know there's a structure that's already set out for it's you so you can work out. around. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, we're yeah. building those structures where you're working around the structure. But then on another side of life, you've had to create that structure for in order for you to get to the goal that you got to. So mm. no, nah, man, you definitely um, um give yourself a pat on the back for that, bro. That's fine. 100%. And mm. I guess, I don't want to, I know French has said quite a lot in reference to, let's say your achievements in terms of actually having a house. Um, but the one thing I think I said to myself over the weekend, and I know I spoke about I think it's important that um, um, I see my mom a bit more often and obviously um, have dinner, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. But another thing that crossed my mind was that it's important to show up for people. So someone rang me and I, yeah. Yeah. So, someone rang me and they'll, I was telling them I was, I, was, yeah, I, I was quite down actually. Mm. Um, yeah, I told them I was quite down. And then they were talking, talking, et cetera, et cetera. And um, after the phone conversation, I sat there and I thought to myself, you know what, yeah, um, my my conversation I actually want to have this in person actually was going to be a strong conversation but that person has probably moved that to the side or we've had a personal conversation and that person has showed up by way of giving me examples as to this that and the third and it's been a therapeutic conversation a conversation as friends whereas the conversation I intended on having with this person I think or we've had, we've had it now anyway since was a business conversation where I was going to be quite um, draw lines as to um, our friendship, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. And I sat there and I thought to myself, "Now nah, I need to start either celebrating people a lot more or yeah. showing up for people the same mm-hmm. way yeah. people do for me." But the same, but in reference to yourself, I mean, our motivations are completely different. So I know there's a, uh, it might have died down a bit, but some people will knock people who do nine to fives. No, we're just all different. You know what I mean? And your motivation in relation to being a homeowner or having multiple properties is that actually, or not even that, in fact, I know you spoke about getting to a certain age and being able to travel. Mm. That ultimately is your underlying motivation. Mm -hmm. And it speaks about that obviously in the book. And it's, yes, sometimes, or sometimes your motivation can be misplaced in terms of other things that you want to do. But in reference to 
whether it's retirement and traveling at a later age in life, your motivation is clearly there. And it maybe it's just about recentering or refinding some form of motivation. Or maybe you're bored, as it talks about. You know what I mean? You haven't quite found the excitement in terms of what you want to do next. Or anyway, I think you give the gist of what I'm saying. Mm, no, I had a. But trying to repeat I think is a bit more. It's important, sorry. Cool. <clears throat> if I outline, outline 20 ideas for articles I want to write, that's motion. If I actually sit down and write an article, that's action. Um, before we even go further, that's that one of the, that line when I read it hit me as well. And I think I read that just before the new year. Um, and I remember like thinking about that hard. I was like, you know what? I've experienced that where I've over planned stuff where I'm mm. planning stuff, planning stuff, planning stuff, but I'm not actually doing the actual action. So it's like, all right, cool. I plan to, I don't know, whether it's writing a book or flipping, whatever it may be, just putting things, implementing things, implementing it. It's like, okay, I've got all these things, step, steps to do. I know what I've got to do, but the hard bit is actually doing it. So that's, that's the, I guess, in, to relate to um, doing a book, the creative side is actually writing it. But the the other side of, I've ticked my boxes, okay, I've done the research for this, I've done the research for that. Now I need to use my actual creative brain to write these lines and fill in these blank pages, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But um, yeah, just just to, that, that quote was on page 142. If motion doesn't lead to results, why do we do it? Sometimes we do it because we actually need to plan or learn more. But more often than not, we do it because motion allows us to feel like we're making progress without running the risk of failure. Do you seek criticism or shy away from it? Two things. I'm going to come, before I answer the question, come back to your point, because one of the things you said about um, motion and just not just doing something for the sake of doing it, but like often you'll hear people speak about actually when that moment of, there's no such thing as luck, when that moment of luck strikes, mm. it's about being ready and mm. have, being like having that motion or continuous or planning or over planning, mm-hmm. actually something might happen and you're good to go. True. Yeah. Um, what's the other thing? Um, I think I, do I see, I don't seek out things actually. Do I, see, do I seek out criticism? I don't know. I think that's a hard one. I wouldn't say I shy away from it, mm. but I don't see, I don't actively be like, yo, yeah, I, I know I don't do this. I'm like, yo, what are my flaws? What do you think my strongest points are? I don't do it with you guys. I don't do it with anyone. Mm. But it seems I don't shy away from it. So if someone has something to say, then I will take that on board and listen. I've, um, I'm going I'm to pass on the mic, but I know I've definitely seen you do it because you send us things like, what do you think of this guy's? Like, what do you think of this? What's your thoughts? Like, so I know that's something you do do. Not that you're seeking out criticism, but more like constructive feedback um, constructive feedback yeah constructive feedback yeah no because i know that my opinion is not the only opinion in the room or the only opinion in the world and there's some things like with hannah as well sorry remember with with our hannah as well because you've got to send it oh, correct, yeah. yeah so yeah yeah so like yeah like i mean if you're putting i mean ultimately the art's got art oh, perfect so i was talking with chris um zaya yeah so i was talking with chris and i think i showed him the cover as well and there's one or two things well there's a few questions people had as to the cover and i think one of the final things he said um, was like, what do you think of it, essentially? Mm. And I said, I feel this way. And he goes, that's the only thing that matters. I mean, obviously I've asked for everyone's opinion, mm. but the underlying thing is, is for as long as you're able to answer those questions, that's the only thing that mattered. And then for me, I was kind of at peace. Mm. Um, there was something I was going to say, I think you just mentioned. Um, so what did you just touch on? What, the fact that you'll seek it out in terms of yeah. you'll go to like, whether it's us, you've mentioned that you've been to someone who we both know. And I know you've like, there's other people, when you go to, you know what I'm saying? You're, you're quite happy. And there's people you'll reach out to, you might not spend three to six months, but like, 
you've done this, but I, and I know this might be your field or whatever. Like just looking for an eye over it. Yeah. So, so like, you seek it out. So I know that's. So what I'm looking at is my lens. You know, it's my lens and my lens only. There's I don't know how many many I don't know how many many I don't know how many people in the world, but just say two billion. I'm not too sure. There's those. There's that seven. Thank you. There's that eight now. There's that many views Sorry. in the world. No, that's cool. There's that many views in the world. Um, so it's important to get the views of as many people as possible. Very similar to book reviews. Mm. Before It mentions that, actually, I think, in the book as well. Mm. Before you actually buy a book, more often than not, you look at reviews, see how it went, et cetera, et cetera, before making a decision mm. as to buying the book or booking that hotel, booking that trip, et cetera, et cetera. And before I put some art into the world, I would like maybe a, um, a, an opinion or two as to what their thoughts are. There might be something I've missed. Yeah. But even as to... It's funny. Um, I don't want to lose myself. Like I'm very critical. So like I was at training on on Friday, and I told the the kids there all the time. Like I, I find it very very difficult. I found it very difficult that I demand more of them than they demand more of themselves. If that makes any sense, and I let them know the same way um, I demand like 100% from yourselves, I expect you to demand 100% from, from, from me. And the same way I'm going to be critical in regards to what you need to do, what you need to improve on and your performance, I'm going to go home and I'm going to review my performance as well. So this is not a one-way street, this is a two-way street. And I did something off what I thought was really, really interesting, I think on on Friday where um, I haven't seen them in I'd say four or five weeks uh, been away. So I think we're doing a session, it was going poor, or going poor and uh, yeah, yeah, it wasn't nothing to do with myself. It was due to the application and I realised obviously I haven't seen them in a while and I sat there and I thought to myself you know I'm not even going to be judgmental in regards to what's going on in the session I forgot who these individuals are and then what, we, what ended up happening we ended up doing a review or anyway speaking about how the session went just in general we do it at the very end and end up not pointing the fingers but giving everyone, giving everyone a brief um, and briefing everyone as to who they are uh, based on how I see them here in the session I was like you're arguably one of the best players here but like that's just something we discuss. I, I very rarely see that. I know you've got the technical ability, et cetera, et cetera. And I went through a number of people and I said, actually, it's now time for you individuals to, to show up because a lot of those individuals generally don't show up. And I said, like, it's very easy to hide amongst your friends, but some of us here are 10, 15, 20 years deep in regards to experience. Come on. And then they're very... Yeah, hey. No, yeah, no, I'm going to be yeah, and oh, you've got a little sound effect for that one, Pete. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the one. But anyway, no. So like, only at the end of that end of, end of um, me speaking, I saw a lot of them were um, they weren't offended, but I could tell they actually had loads of questions. So I walked away. And I said, I can see you lot. Of you have questions, or I've touched buttons of a lot of you. All of them put their hands up and wanted to know what I was talking what I was talking about. And mm. anyway, it ended up being a bit deep. Anyway, and I said we're going to have to address this next week. I don't want to move on because I don't know if I've gone away or veered away from the point but in terms of criticism mm. I've got no problems in terms of um, where have I gone wrong where do I need to prove etc etc because as I said the standards I set for myself are extremely high and for the places mm. where I want to go you know that's the level is either you accept it or you don't yeah yeah no, I agree man I'm, I personally I, I like I like uh, criticism not to say I like criticism whether it's negative or positive but I like criticism because as you said it gives you another perspective of what you can't see so I don't do it all the time, but I would, I do ask close friends of mine at times, what are my blind spots or what am I missing? What am I not seeing at the moment? Or is there anything that you feel I could improve on? And I may just ran, ask that randomly or say, oh, what, what three things could I improve on? I don't know, 
my approach to whether it's doing the podcast or whether it's about conducting business or whatever that like even with my me and my business partner if there's I don't mind someone pulling me up and saying um mm. for example we was driving I think it was driving back from like from a t- from a job out of town yeah and um I don't know you know when you're just like after a day's graft or whatever a couple of days graft and it's just like a been a been a long day or whatever and you're just not you ain't got that kind of energy or the mood to be upbeat and yeah yeah almost like um good customer service so the phone the phone's rang now and I've answered it but like because I was a bit irritable I was I was kind of it 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 was on display for the client to know okay obviously he's been a bit short but um so the conversation happened whatever then um my business partner was like oh do you think you needed to speak to him like that but how he's positioned the question was wasn't like you've done something wrong. It was more a case of what do you think? Do you think that was how that how how we normally conduct business? Is that something that you would normally do? And obviously, it made me think that no, obviously not. And I gave a reason, but in the back of my mind, I was like, that's still not an adequate reason to have done done that. But it wasn't so much the direct criticism; it was almost indirect criticism. But I was happy to take it on board because the next time that happens, I'll be more aware of, even if I'm not, haven't got the energy to be mm. um, up, uplifting and I will still have to adhere to, this is how we present ourselves, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, it's in paradox. So like, and having that, having that, um, we had the experience this time, but or mm. ask yourself the question, have, either ask yourself the questions, mm. how would I behave in this situation or from the experience? It's yeah. in paradox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. So yeah, I always I like I think criticism helps you grow. Um if if criticism isn't something that you're fond of, just just look at it as um an experience to learn. Just look at it as a learning experience and it's a lesson to be had and another perspective that you may not have been aware of. So if you can seek it out. So good. What's up? Okay, I think why I'm hearing my headphones. That's why. Okay, sorry, just gonna say so. <clears throat> so, just on that topic, I know it says, as Voltaire said, the best is the enemy of good. And in argument to that, on the podcast, I've said once, taken from somewhere else too, good is the enemy of great. But um, my thoughts, sorry, my but my thoughts are almost in respect to settling for good rather than great. And I guess that's another way, obviously, where. I challenge myself quite often because I mean I use that phrase I mean I heard that phrase probably about a good maybe five years ago as to good being the enemy of great mm. in that mm, 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 mm. some sorry on maybe just taking a glance at both words they both look like they're both very very good words good is good mm. and that's cool and great is great but actually there's a massive dis- difference between the two if we've been very honest is there a massive difference or is it is it one percent or two percent i don't think it's one or two percent i think good is and also i know they're both relative in fact good can be relative mm. great for me great we, we know what by and large i think we both know what great is mm. if we're talking about football and talking about managers you're going to name two or three alex ferguson pep guardiola jürgen klopp you're not going to say um alan actually i'm not going to do that steve like, bruce oh yeah you're not going to do though you know yeah so we're not all gonna that's my guy as well i'm just saying because man united old hat get me but 
Yeah, I get you. Yeah, so you're not gonna we're not gonna come to a consensus, as you said, as to Steve Bruce being a great manager. Good manager, yeah, mm. because obviously there are yeah, levels, yeah, yeah, there are different yeah, of levels. Course, of course. But great no. So there also and um, ways in which I um I, I guess I'm, I'm quite self critical, you know mm. what I mean? I see. Alright, so motion makes you feel like you're getting things done, but really you're just preparing to get something done. When preparation becomes a form of procrastination, you need to change something. You don't need to merely be planning. You want to be practicing. Then this goes on to say, if you want to master a habit, the key is to start with a repetition, not perfection. You need just you just need to practice it. This is the first takeaway of the third law. You just need to get your reps in. That's on page one four three. That's something I'm doing at the moment. Um, I'm getting into to coaching. And I've just, I think, yeah, this is the, the, my last week that I've, I'm with a client at the moment. We've been doing it one, an hour a week. And um, a couple of people have asked me, how's it going? But like, my thing is, I'm just getting my reps in at the moment. Like literally just, just doing it. I'm offering free sessions for a month. And that's how it feels just to get started. Because obviously, as you guys know, it's something that I've been looking to get into for a while. Um but I just haven't taken the steps to do it. So now I'm literally just getting those reps in and it feels good though. Do you know what I mean? Like I know I'm nowhere near the finished article in that respect, but the getting starting and actually doing the repetitions is is the fun part for me at the moment anyway. Do you know what I'm saying? You enjoy that though. That is you. Like yeah. You enjoy that getting something started from scratch, seeing how it develops and grow. Yeah, That's yeah, you yeah. down to a T and yeah. it's growing and expanding that. Facts. Um, next chapter or next part should I say how long does it actually take to form a new habit habit formation is the process by which a behaviour becomes progressively more automatic through repetition the more you repeat an activity the more structure of your brain changes to become efficient at that activity neuroscientists call this long term potential which refers to the strengthening of connections between neurons in the brain based on recent patterns of activity with each repetition, cell-to-cell signaling improves and the neural connections tighten. First described by neuropsychologist Donald Hebb in 1949, this phenomenon is commonly known as Hebb's Law. Neurons, neurons that fire together, wire together. That's on page 143. I think that's where they got that... Um, I don't know if you've seen it on, on IG where they say oh, partners that go to gym together stay together. Oh, you go to gym. Yeah, I mean, I've heard, heard um, phrases very similar. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. it must. I didn't realize that's where it came from. I still, heard of the gym one. I've heard, I've, I've heard the gym one before. Oh no, parts that train together, stay, stay together. Yeah, 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 I've heard that. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> the original ones: neurons that fire together, wire together. All right. So, what habits do you unintentionally have? Mm. Yeah, that's the question. What habits do you unintentionally have? We talking about positive ones or either? Um, could be either. Um, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna touch on something which I, I wrote down here. Unintentionally have, and I want to say from a negative point of view, which I think everyone has, is using social media as to scrolling. So mm. again, obviously, when you find yourself in those bored spots where you find yourself scrolling through, mm-hmm. let's say Instagram or any other um, form of social media, so that is one that I can definitely think of. I'm sure there are positive ones, but yeah. that's one that comes to mind. Okay, what about you, man? Yeah. Uh, well, just because you've said it, I know people, but same thing, like scrolling, like I'll be aimlessly scrolling on YouTube trying to find a documentary. There's plenty of things I can be doing out here. Um, <laughs> what else? There's, 
Unintentionally, 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 unintentionally have. That's one of them, yeah. Yeah. For me, do you know what? I wasn't even thinking on that level. I, do you know what? I, my first thought was um, chin stroking when I'm thinking. Like, oh. even now, like, as I'm thinking, whether it's I'm answering or pondering something, I'll just start stroking my chin. Like, better than that. Do you know what I'm saying? No, I understand. I'm trying to think why that happens, though. Like, you and my, my, my I'm sure I do yeah. something very similar. You know the thinking, man? Also, oh, that statue is, and he's just like that. And he's just like that. Do you know what I'm talking about? Um, yeah, I do. What, the statue? Yeah, the statue. But, like, this is, that's that's my almost my, not literally, like, the thinking man, but that's the, my thinking man is my hand on my chin. I'm just pondering all kind of something. Yeah, I guess, and that's the reason why, I mean, I put, added it here as well. That's why it's important that uh, motivation underpins, obviously, habits, you know what I'm saying? So, like, if you're scrolling Instagram, I don't know what the hell your motivation is at that point, but definitely boredom, <laughs> as I mentioned, um, probably plays a part. Cool. So all habits follow a similar trajectory from effort, effortful practice to automatic behavior, a process known as automaticity. Automaticity, if that's right, yeah, yeah. is the ability to form a behavior without thinking about each rep, each step, sorry, which step, which occurs when the non-conscious mind takes over. And on page 145, on figure 11, it shows the habit line, but if you don't have the book, you won't see it. In practice, it doesn't really matter how long it takes for a habit to become automatic. What matters is that you take the actions you need to make progress. Whether an action is fully automatic is less of importance. That's on page 146. Do you want to go through the chapter summary? That's on 147, if you can. Yeah, sure. Um this chapter summary. The third law of behavior change is make it easy. The most effective form of learning is practice, not planning. Focus on taking action, not being in motion. Habit formation is the process by which a behavior becomes progressively more automatic through repetition. The amount of time you have the amount of time you have been performing a habit is not as important as the number of times you have performed it. So I think this chapter is about actually taking action rather than kind of Mm. Planning, planning, planning. Take action and just begin the process and go from there. Mm-hmm. So, twelve, part twelve, the law of least effort. Out of all the possible actions we could take, the one that is realised is the one that delivers the most value for the least effort. We are motivated to do what is easy. That's from page one five one. Every action requires a certain amount of energy. The more energy required, the less likely is a, is to occur. Um, I've got now mentioning doing a hundred push-ups per day which is exhausting whereas one push up per day is less effort and more likely to be done um, and I've noted that down I noted that down because that's how I started um, it wasn't a case of doing a hundred straight away I was literally started off with 10 or 20 then the next day 10 and 20 then maybe do the same thing for a whole week then the following week up, up the ante do 30 or 40 and just continue until doing 100 is just like a, a standard thing and continuing to go further up. Do you know what I'm saying? So look at any behaviour that fills up much more of your life and you'll see that it can be performed with very low levels of motivation. Habits like scrolling in our phones, checking emails and watching TV steal so much of our time because they can be performed with, almost without effort. They are remarkably convenient and that's on page 152. Because things are in general are becoming more convenient, does it make it right? 
sorry, is this from a negative standpoint as to scrolling and stuff like that? It you're... could be either. Just just things in general is becoming convenient. Does it make it right? For example, uh, you can order order food like meals. So that's a lot of less people are learning how to cook nowadays. So because they can t- tap an app, you can get food straight away. So there's there's less inclination for you to learn how to cook. And the same for anything else where everything's just sped up. Um, I was gonna say two things actually. I just funny. I've just scrolled back into the last the last part of the, anyway the last chapter, which was well, the effect of law is developing practice of making it easy. Mm. So I mean, I guess in some respect, you know, there's another side of the coin. So I know it is easy to order from an app mm. um, to get your food, but if that saves you time, then I guess obviously that's a bit of a bonus. But I would say that does take away from things such as maybe making healthy foods, et cetera, et cetera. Not that you can't order healthy foods obviously online, but I would say there's a flip side to that coin really. It's a flip side to every coin essentially, but what's your opinion? I mean, it also talks about obviously using some of the, the, the systems around. I mean, not in this particular chapter, but as to using technology, mm. you know? So, um, I, I'm, there's no black. I no, get there it. There's, yeah. there's, there's no. There's no black and white. This well, is no it. wrong this answer. Is not, yeah. yeah, like just just watch your thoughts on it. Really, I think you use technology to your advantage, mm. but obviously, I think technology can also make you very lazy too. And I think it's about understanding the ba- yeah understanding the balance between the two. Mm. I mean, like a to do list. I know there are apps to go through to do literally lists. a to do list. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so there are apps for that type of stuff, but. Ultimately, you have to go through it yourself. Mm, you know, yeah. it's not like ordering food where, okay, I p- click a p- couple of buttons and then, you know, the food comes to you. I mean, whereas obviously you'd have to make the food, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, no, you have to be active in some way, shape or form too. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's, um, there's an argument for, I think it's just a toss of a coin on any given day, on any given subject in relation to the convenience these days. Mm. Like, literally like, Example, I've got an auntie that's um, disabled. She's been disabled from as long as I can remember her. And the fact she can now order her shopping online, mm. whereas before my cousin, who's our age, would have to, um, he's not at home, he doesn't live at home, so mm. he'd have to pick her up, take her, mm. wheel her around, do the shopping. Now, if she needs odd bits, he can go and get those odd bits. Mm. Or she's now got the application device on her phone. She could pick up what she wants, get the shopping delivery. It's much easier, much more convenient, not easier, yeah. convenient. Same time, you might say it removes the social aspect she's getting from coming outside, getting fresh air, getting. So honestly, it's a toss up, yeah. like with everything where we've got the ease or convenience. For the example, you use with like the like the apps for for getting food or shopping, hailing down. You can get now the taxis and Ubers and all these kind of that. Yeah, yeah. See, there's that's a whole about that subject. in the book too. I, I haven't um, I've never been on a date and that myself, but. For what I gather, like some people have all got married from that from that kind of stuff. There's man that like probably wouldn't have met a girl because they're so shy. Mm. Naturally, it, natural proper introverts, it introverted, play Call of Duty eighteen hours, all of that would never go out on road and spruce up himself and put on a nice little Versace blue jeans and all the rest of it. Do you <laughs> get what I'm saying? And go a rave, hit one dance floor, and show a girl he's got a couple moves. That weren't happening for them man there. But what it is now, little social media profile. This is who I am. I like gaming. I'm this. I'm loyal. I'm this. I'm this. Here's a picture of me. Hey, and there's he's, there's someone out there for him. Do you get what I'm saying? 
And they release someone out there for him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, no, I'm trying to not. I mean, <laughs> no, no, but you're 100% true, bro. No, no, but it's true. But what I'm saying is, it's it probably would have been true. a lot. Because my man can just go left or right and go through. Because it's probably, with someone like that, that's, that's maybe, let's say that's a one in a thousand kind of guy, yeah? That's not your regular, regular, regular Joe, yeah? But there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, rec, there's, there's a one in a thousand um, Jolene out there. Do you get what I'm saying? So, and because of this, it's much more convenient. He doesn't have to go out there. Like, man was really out here. There's 365 days in the year. A good 190 days of those trying to meet a spice. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, trying to find something out on these cold streets. Trying to make it work. <laughs> trying to find something out on these cold streets. My man's now confident he's indoors. Yo, guys, I'm just logging off Call of Duty for 20 minutes. Go on there, scroll through, and, you know, he saved himself 40 of those nights out just on 20 minutes of swiping. True. Do you get what I'm saying? And a, and a, and a hella bands. <laughs> so that's what, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's both, both yeah. ways. Yeah, yeah, no, ways. I agree. I agree still. All right. So the less friction you face, the easier it is for your stronger self to emerge. The idea behind Make It Easy is not only to do easy things. The idea is to make it as easy as possible in the moment to do things that pay off in the long run. It's on page 153. How to achieve more with less effort. On the most effective ways to reduce the friction associated with your habits is to practice environment design. That's on page 153. Habits are easier to build when they fit into your into the flow of your life. You are more likely to go to gym if it's on the way to work because stopping doesn't add much friction to your lifestyle. Do you agree and why? Yeah, it's the question. Yeah, and the amount of people I, I'm not a gym bod, but the amount of people that I speak to, uh, even there was a girl from work I was speaking to the other day, and she was saying, oh, "I've got to be in the office three times a week. I can't go gym." I was like, what do you mean? She goes, because the way the way it works is because she's January, she started, she wants to do gym three times a week. Mm-hmm. The way it works, because I'm working from home, at this time I can do this, this time I cook the food for the kids and my brethren comes and get brethren. My friend comes and gets me at 6 p.m. we go. I was like, you can take your gym clothes to work and then you've got to catch a train and you've got to catch a train back out to where you're from and go straight mm-hmm. there. Now about this, that and the third. So I think it does. I think convenience mm-hmm. or aligning like something say the gym with another task or a, a route or something aligning two things i think it does work do you know i never really yeah. thought about that as to mm. that, that that's the way some people habit stack mm-hmm. yeah it has to be that way yeah yeah otherwise it doesn't work yeah so even i like playing football but like and playing on a wednesday evening works for me because it's not far a couple guys that are back like a couple not even work workers but so they're connected through work they're like oh we're gonna add you to a group and we play football i was like cool sounds good got the got in the whatsapp group now yeah we're playing in north london not gonna happen not, <laughs> i just i said to them i'm never gonna play i'm not they goes i'll just stay in the group and just just in case you're ever up that way the group's on mute there's no point in me it's not gonna happen because mm. it's nowhere near where I, I love football but not that much to go out that way what about you do you agree um, yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, I just see it myself. I mean, I was just thinking as to like when I do Muay Thai and kickboxing. I mean, I go because I pay, but I really don't want to go lasting at night. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's there's hella inconvenience. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, that was that. That was one of the first things I was thinking about. And but I'm sure there are other things too. I can definitely relate to the gym one. You definitely want to like yeah, that's a difficult one. Mm. Um, yeah. Cool. Uh, so strategy called addition by subtraction the Japanese companies looked for every point of friction in the manufacturing process and eliminated it as they subtracted wasted effort they added customers and revenue that's on page 154 Mm. prime the environment for future use want to draw more 
put your pencils, pens, notebooks and drawing tools on top of your desk within easy reach. Want to exercise? Set out your workout clothes, shoes, gym bag and water bottle ahead of time, etc. Uh, do you want to go through the chapter summary on page 158? Just before you did, there's something mm, that cool. I thought about um, um, whilst I was reading that part or listening to that part. And it would be obviously working in SEN schools where we had cue cards. Okay, um, yeah. And so the first thing I thought about was actually um, people who are very good at people who are very good at priming their next move mm. um, are teachers because obviously they've got schedules, etc., etc. Good point. Um, so yeah, they, they came to mind. I don't think there was anything else, but they were certainly um, the top of my, well, top of my thoughts anyway. Yeah, no. Speaking of environment, uh, environment, and I guess SEN schools, that's that is the basis of how they work because yeah. obviously each, as you know, each individual uh, student has their own particular needs, and they need to have certain things in place just in case you've got a grin on your face because you know where I'm going with it. Yeah, but like, it made me think. Like, sorry even to cut you up, you on. know. The amount of detailed conversations first thing in the morning, this has to be this, 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 yeah, this, this. Yeah. Like you're priming your environment yeah. to ensure it's a good day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. To ensure it's a good day. And if there's any, there's like a contingency One plan. One thing out of place. There's a contingency plan. If something happens, if something does go off, off like the, the chain of list of activities, then there's like, make sure you've got the tent in the in the back of the room so if it goes off then they can just go into the tent and have their quiet time and things like that so yeah the environment is conducive to to having a good day whether that's if you're SEN child or teacher or anyone involved and just before you go into the notes so there's other things I put as to like even us as adults who I know there's things like we work and all that type of stuff now so for those individuals who struggle to work at home mm. their environment's built in where people can go and the environment is conducive for people where other like-minded individuals will be doing the same thing yeah 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 chapter summary <clears throat> human behavior follows the law of least effort we will naturally gravitate toward the option that requires the least amount of work create an environment where doing the right thing is as easy as possible Reduce the friction associated with good behaviours. When friction is low, habits are easy. Increase the friction associated with bad behaviours. When friction is high, habits are difficult. Prime your environment to make future actions easier. So part 13 is how to stop procrastinating by using the two-minute rule. Researchers estimate that 40 to 50% of our actions on any given day are done out of habit. And I read that, when I read that, my first thought was to mention Dr. Joe Dispenza and Bruce Limpton, who both describe our thoughts as being 95% repetitive hmm. on, like, on a daily basis. Right. So our, our thoughts are essentially habitual. So that's why it's always important to hmm. have positive thoughts because they're going to be ones that are going to be reiterated. So if you have negative thoughts, that's also the thoughts that's going to be reiterated. So where you can try, try and be as positive as you can, because that's, that's the person that you're going to identify or the, fo- the thoughts you're going to identify with. Um, and that also lends itself to a saying that I, I thought of as I was writing this was mm. <coughs> a saying from Henry Ford. He said, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Hmm. So moving on, you check your phone for just a second. And soon you'll spend 20 minutes staring at the screen. Screen. In this way, the habits you follow without thinking often determine the choices you make when you're thinking. That's on page 160. The two-minute rule. Even when you know you should start small, it's easy 
to start too big. <laughs> when you dream about making a change, excitement in, in ev- inevitably talks over, t- talks over and you end up trying to do too much. The most effective way I know to co- counteract this tendency is to use a two-minute rule, which states, when you start a new habit, it should take less than two minutes to do. Read before each night becomes read one page. Do 30 minutes of yoga becomes take out my yoga mat. The idea is to make your habits as easy as possible to start. Do you find doing the most simple and easy things so easy they won't be done and why? Yeah, I can give you one example. And the thing is, I'm thinking about the large... The I'm always... No, maybe it's human nature. Nah, let me stop... Um, I'll give you an example. Cleaning the flat. Mm. Rather than thinking, let's focus on this room, I'm like, I've got to clean the flat. In my head, that's going to take me two and a half hours, three hours. I'll start in 20 minutes. I'll start in 10 minutes. I'll start in 15 minutes. Um, whereas if I just went to the bathroom, started there, and then said, you know what? Let's get this little piece of section of hallway done. And then you just gradually, gradually, and before you know mm. it, you're done. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've done it. I, I cleaned up on Friday. Actually, it took me two and a half hours. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's little things like that. Like, just like, even like sometimes going to bed is a big thing, you know? Okay. Like, as it, like I'll be on a sofa be like, man, I've got to wash my face, brush my yeah. teeth. Yeah. Shit, them dishes can wait till the morning. Like, and it, I might have a couple snack wrappers on the table, got to put them in the bin, which is only 10 steps away. Like, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I know what you mean. It's yeah. just things like that. Like, you start thinking about the process of going to bed and thinking, I'll just chill out for another 20 minutes. I was yeah. vexed, man. Like, I swear down, bro. It's mad, but you, you, it's right. Just think about the smaller thing and just build those smaller things. Like, do that, say, right, this is one small thing. And then it will just gradually lead you on. Mm. But then you think about, then you start to work out, going to bed is going to take me 25 minutes or going to bed is going to take me 15 minutes. Nah, I don't fancy it. <laughs> don't fancy. Do you I don't know if that happens to you guys. It happens to me. Yeah, Honestly, that stuff happens to me. Yeah. Like I'm like, it'll, or I'll be like, oh, it's 8.22. Make it a nice even number, 8.30. Like, I think like that, you know. Yeah, that's negotiations. Like, no, I swear down. Yeah, like, yeah, I'll be standard. like, let's make it even number, like 8.30. I, I do that a lot. Even when the alarm goes off in the morning, I'm like, 7.15. All right, let's give another 15. Make it a nice half. Like, <laughs> let's round it like, up. Let's bruv, round honestly, it up. Honestly, that's yeah. exactly how my mind works. Which is, I don't know if it's a good nah, one. Nah, you're not the only one. I think a lot of us do that. Yeah, for real. I think a lot of us do that. But it's because I think I'm thinking about the big thing too much. Just concentrate on a smaller thing. Just just taking the first step or the movement. Yeah, no, that's right. No, okay. I, I think that's important. Do you want to add to that, um, P? Um, just maybe very briefly as to, I mean, you're talking about the first step is really important, but I think the example I think I wrote down was as to maybe going for a run you know like literally oh, putting yeah. your trainers on is like <laughs> extremely important if you put your trainers on you're going for the run yeah. like, like it's done like you know what I mean? even before you left the door you don't put them trainers on that's that is not happening not happening at all and even likewise even to getting up getting up for well the whole nation is a hard <laughs> it's a hard task but if you master or conquer those first 30 seconds to a minute where you're consciously awake and you're kind of like attached to your bed your pillow and you actually get up, then you may potentially go on to have a good day or productive morning. Mm. If not, <laughs> done. <laughs> uh, so instead of trying to engineer a perfect habit from the start, do the easy thing on a more consistent basis. You have to standardise before you can optimise. It's on page 164. As you master the art of showing up, the first two minutes simply become a ritual at the beginning of a larger routine. This is not merely a hack to make habits easier, 
but actually the ideal way to master a difficult skill. That's on page 165. Uh, before we, we go any further, there's mm. just a chapter summary left. Is there anything that you wanted to add? Um, no, I don't think there is. Um, no, no, there's nothing, no. Cool. Makes you want to go for it? Yeah, cool. Um, <clears throat> habits can be completed in a few seconds, but continue to impact your behavior for minutes or hours afterwards. Many habits occur at decisive moments choices that are like a fork in the road and either send you in the direction of a productive day or an unproductive one like you said p the two minute rule states when you start a new habit it should take less than two minutes to do the more you ritualize the beginning of a process the more likely it becomes that you can slip into the state of deep focus that is required to do great things standardize before you optimize you can't improve a habit that doesn't exist